everybody. Uh, I'm Angie, and I'm recording on Gadigal Land. I'm recording on Wurundjeri Land, and I'm the owner of a fat-shamed dog called yep. Sissy. Sissy. You pe- know my name. People say that she's a boy. People say that she's fat, but we Which just think fine. she's Which beautiful. You can say she's a boy. You can say she's fat because she's could be either. Yeah. And she could be both. But... Don't say it with shame. That's yeah. just, don't shame her. Say she's sexy boy. Just say she's a beautiful, beautiful dog. Yeah. And How she'll about... say, hello, yes, I am. Have you got any food? Don't know why I've made her English now, but there we are. I like anyway, it. who cares? Maths is still on. Oh. Let's get into it. Yeah, we do. there's no time. I'm sorry. No there's no time. time. We've got shit to get to down and dirty about. So let's waste no time. First things first, I'm the realist. Evie. I GGY. Over to you. We've um we've got new couples this week. They've come in. We have Evelyn and Rupert. Can I just say Evelyn is giving me Zoe Kravitz vibes. Oh. She is one of the most stunning looking women I've ever met. And dun dun dun. She's a girl's girl. She's really up behind our girls, like, you know. And she's kind of put together with this guy who, not kind of, she's been put together with this guy who is, Boring. without a doubt, <laughs> the most awkward human in this experiment, in all of the all of the world's experiments of this particular show. But you know what? She, and, you know, they edit her to be like roll her eyes and blah, blah, blah. But the girl's still there. The woman is sticking with him. She's making a go of it. She is is a 20. He is a 2. And Mm. this, my friends, is why ugly men can get hot women all the time because we, us beautiful women, we don't care how you look. We really don't. We're just like... I don't know why she's sticking in. Maybe it's for the blue tick. Blue but tick she's already sure. got a blue tick. Oh, does she's she? already got a career. Yeah. She's a model. She's got a heap of followers. She's doing really well for herself. Maybe the girl is actually trying to find love. Other couple we have is Taylor and Hugo. I have my own theory on this one because yeah. now they're leaking all this stuff. Number one, how, why, who, how. I said who, I said when, I said how, how. How is she leaking it? And getting away with it. Mm. Then I thought to myself, well, I mean, you know, Channel 9 should be really going hard on this kid. Like she's leaking some behind the scenes. They are characters. We are not those people. We are not that nasty. And I just checked just now my Instagram. Guess what? What? Still there. Still there, Angie. They're still up. So Channel 9 have really got no control over this renegade. She is in the top paddock running out of the field. I feel like she doesn't care for uh, getting in trouble, whereas the majority of them do because they think they're not going to get paid that extra money or they're not going to get their blue ticks. I think they threaten blue ticks, whereas I don't think she cares if she doesn't get one. So she's just going to town. Well, you know what my theory with her is she has come in with her own um, character plot and yeah. she's given it to them and they've gone, yeah, do it. And so she's going for it because she's acting every sec- second of the way. You can see it's all, am That's I doing a good I job? That's what I was going and to I... say. I was thinking she is giving Kath and Kim pro and true, like the way she, she talks. But talks. also she talks like Pauline Hansen. 
She does. When she's, she's from Tasmania. She kind of talks and then she stops and then yes. she says things and she's just got no shame, no filter. She she does crack me up, but she's horrible to old mate. Absolutely oh, horrible awful. to Rupert. But we'll get into that because Rupert turns out to be a bit of a twat. But then again. No, no, that's Hugo. That's Hugo. Sorry, Hugo. But then again, Hugo... Is mm. he being a twat? Because in the mm. safety of our own friendship groups, I say people are c**ts all the time, just saying. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The C word in the context of so many things in this particular country, I'm sorry, you can't get away with, oh, my God, how dare you call me that? It's like, mm. mate, we call our best mates that. So, mm. no, you can't really. I mean, it's it is in the context, one. but... You know, Sandy has put it in a text message and she's like said, has it have a soup and <laughs> something like that. I'm going to bed and you know, it's kind of like boo, you whore. Yeah. You know, it's the same vein. Maybe as that. he just said it like this, oh God, she can be a like Yeah. Yeah. She can be a he, I'd say he said it exactly like that. Yeah. But my other um thing with her going rogue is that she, I think she's smart enough to have figured out what can they do? Mm -hmm. I'm a nurse from Tasmania. What are they going to sue me? Yeah. What are they going to take back the $250 per diems every day that they yeah. gave me? She's like, I don't care about that. What, what are they going to do? What can they do? What, am I never going to get anything on TV again on Channel 9? Cool. What, what's the worst thing that could happen? That's true. She's called their bluff. Yeah, and, and it's nice. It's delicious. I'm here for it. Good on her. And you know how you said she talks like a bit like Pauline Hanson? Pauline. My favourite part of her was in um, during the, <laughs> you know, when she's like just found out at the dinner party during the drinks how Hugo's said this and Hugo's said that and then Hugo tries to backtrack and then Hugo's face is just getting redder and redder. It Red was like Ross. a patchwork of, of different types of beetroot colours. Yes. It was like just this weird oh, he was mottled a bag red. And he, his reaction to the producer, when the producer goes, are you okay? And he goes, no, I'm, I'm not. not. Like yeah. he's looking at them like it's realisation like, oh, I'm getting that edit, am I? Yeah. Oh, you're doing this to me. Oh, right, Fully. no, I'm not and you're doing it to me. Well, she in her um, Voxy goes, um, some men talk the talk and some men walk the walk and – who, Hugo couldn't even hump the air. Yeah, Hugo couldn't even hump the air. I thought that was oh, one of the best things. Like, that that might be my new ringtone now. Hump the air was iconic. And the way when he talks and she goes, no, shut up. You don't talk right you now. You don't talk. She yeah. has no fear and it absolutely kills me. Anyway, let's move on because there's plenty more to, to talk oh, about. So much um, more. So let's more. jump into the commitment ceremony. There is a lot that went on there. Mm. I want to have a little dabble in the old uh, shit Dick Harrison department because you know I love Please to do. talk me. Please do. Self some shit Dick Harrison. So mm. Bronte is off sick at the commitment ceremony this week. Uh, she has endometriosis. She has PMDD. It's been stated across another podcast. If you have those two things, if you know, you know. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Um, and Harrison goes on <laughs> to talk about how it is very hard for him. Seeing you in that state really affected me, especially going in there alone. I'm just trying to make it as comfortable as possible for her. I haven't even gone to the gym today. That's just the sort of person I am. Bare minimum daddy vibes. There's a clip where 
Harrison has gone, you know, backwards and forwards with teas, heat packs and talking to the camera like, look at me, you know. I've just, I'm just doing what I can. It's like, well, yeah, this is your partner. She's very unwell. When you have an endometriosis flare-up, you are very unwell. She, hers is that bad. She physically can't go to a commitment mm. ceremony. And he sat there, put on the waterworks. The edit was chef's kiss. It was like crickets between all the people around, tumbleweeds. And they Ooh. all laughed about it afterwards going, how was mm. that performance from old mate Hazard? It was quite the performance I have to it say was. he he cried yeah he actually did we've got a little clip of it so if you haven't seen it which I'm sure you all have this is how it went just the commitment ceremony yeah unfortunately Bronte couldn't be here she goes through a lot more in that at that time of the month um, she's in a lot of pain and gets very emotional <laughs> and crying As best I can. Oh my! And you know, did you notice he said endometriosis wrong? He said endometriosis. Endometriosis. He's he's never heard that word in his life. He just thinks fannies are for. He doesn't know anything else about them. Fanny holds a goal. Yeah, a woman is a mattress and a fanny is a hole in that yeah. mattress. Thank he does you not very much. Get it? He does not get it at all. So now he is the um, ambassador for yeah. endometriosis. So just so you know, and it's endometriosis month actually starting March. So Harrison mm-hmm. has actually been announced as the endometriosis um, spokesperson. So welcome, yeah. Harrison, to the welcome. endometriosis club. The uh, catchphrase is "Make it end." <laughs> Please, please, yes. please, Lord Jesus, make it end. <laughs> Demetriosis. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Too oh good, God, so good, too good, so good. What? So good. Um, How good? So we'll move. We'll Next move victims? on because we've got so much, so much to talk about. Claire, Jesse, and Adam and Janelle. Now, Janelle, oh, poor Janelle. Angel. She, yeah, she's the 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 really bad one. In not bad one. She's really copped it in this one. As has Jesse, but apparently Jesse's a douchebag in real life. So. Not caring Sad too much one. about him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Claire and Adam hooked up. The couples proceed to a meeting and talk about it at the dinner table with Adam saying there's no one at this table that has taken it harder than myself. I'm not going to put my hand up and say I was a freaking cheat when I wasn't a cheat, he argues. Yes, I kissed Claire, but I wasn't cheating. What, what is it then? You were just – I was just really drunk. Yeah. I love how the experts called him out on it later and said to him – don't insult her t- intelligence. Don't insult yeah. our intelligence. Don't insult like, don't us. use that. You know, say why? Why did you kiss her? Um, it's revealed that Adam came home and slept with. Oh, oh this is that the hard. This is why Ooh. for Janelle, it was. She, you know, he was doing the the way he. You know, I really dislike the way, and it's not just men that do it, but men mostly um, are really good at that when they know they're in trouble and they start to tell the bad thing that they did and they rewrite the narrative while they're saying it to the person and they say, you know, because, you know, I was just like saying to them, well, yeah, because we were in a bad place, you know, 
as that we were. Yeah. And that and she's just like when she completely was completely silent. Yeah. And yeah. I loved that. And she like, was eating and she was staring at him like what? What? Yeah, what bad place were we in? And he was just like thinking she's going to go along with it. Like I think it's maybe positive thinking. <laughs> Don't know, but maybe that works for him in other situations. No, I don't think it does. And he it just can't doesn't. be held accountable. I've noticed a lot with these men, Australian men, that they're putting on these shows, or just Australian men in general, that men cannot admit when they're wrong. They deflect, they abuse, they gaslight, they shut down. And the main message to these men is like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay mm. to be vulnerable. It's actually really mm. powerful to be vulnerable, but they don't know how to use their words, so they'll go and cheat or they'll pick on you. And I think society's really, really let down women, that's obvious, but I mm. think society's really let down men because all they know how to do is Absolutely. just attack, uh, abuse. And, and you know what? I feel quite sorry for them that they don't know how to express their they emotions, do. that they end yeah. up looking like these real pieces of shit because they're actually yeah. quite sick. Imagine not being able to express yourself in a healthy way that you just make yourself look so incredibly like a monster. You look like a monster. Exactly. And you know what? That is a really good point, something that we haven't got on our list, but I'd really like to make a point of Lyndall and Cam. I think oh, Lyndall really needs to run. Once I've that got that on my list, in, baby. I could say, well, what you were just saying then about, you know, men being let down, um, he's been so let down by this woman who literally yeah. said to him, um, affection is attention seeking. Oh, that was. He lit- she literally said that. Like, she's just, I mean, I've, I just yelled at the TV, no shit, Sherlock. Of course, it's attention seeking. We are seeking attention with affection. We want That's our, what yeah, we do we because that's love. called connection. Yeah. That, yeah, that's how we connect. So, yes, we're not doing it just to get it for ourselves, we're giving it as well. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And then they had this argument about how, you know, she wants it more than once a day and they've decided on once a day. And I'm just thinking – That's not a relationship. Oh, my Lord. Like he's been he's been so badly raised. And what really pissed me off the most was that it is hard enough in this world to be with a man that has uh, – just been brought up to be a stoic man by another yeah. man. But when a woman has brought <sighs> them up to be like that, that pisses me off because that is like he's got no chance. He's got nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He's got absolutely nothing. She actually made him he, – he looked scared of her to me and mm. I think that he every time she spoke he would – just he was shifting and yep. uncomfortable. She's, and She's been so strict on him, you can see. And she instantly put him in a, a box. She was like, how yep. do you live here live in this here. apartment? You need your yep. pretty much yep. your toys. You need your playground, meaning like you need your motorbike. You need to be out on a yep. farm. No wonder you yep. – I don't even know how you're being a human in this apartment. Yep. His emotional intelli- intelligence actually is lacking not because of himself. It's really because no. I think he's been raised – in this weird way where he probably wasn't allowed to show an affection, she oh. didn't really give him any. And the thing is, he's not a goddamn baby. He chose to be in this experience. He, they haven't put him in an apartment and going, that's the experience, country boy in an apartment, let's see what he's capable of. He wanted to find love and sometimes yeah. you have to make sacrifices for love and he's, like, looking like he's this big... The mum's made him feel like he's this big 
victim in this situation. He needs to get off his mother's teat. He's he's been breastfeeding for too long. They can go. Yeah, he 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 can go. He can do all the things just in a smaller environment. Well said. But um, yeah, I think she needs to run. You do not want to go out with a man that is that attached. To he's 27 mother. years old and he hasn't Ever. been in a relationship before because he's pretty much That's dated why. his mum, it seems, and listens to everything yeah, it does. she says. And you know what? She, well, she's shaming him. She was a, like um, a, a passive aggressive and aggressive and I'd say that she's never been – he's never been allowed to go out with girls because they're probably all sluts where they yes. come from. And I'd not say good enough she, too. Not good enough. And he's probably never been allowed to give her a hug. Oh, that's a sad one. It makes so yeah, much it sense is actually the way a really he sad is. One. Instead of yeah. like instantly attacking people, you always need to yeah. know their story. Yes. It's like, what did your parents do to do you? Who, yeah, who who effed you up? Who hurt you? So anyway, um, Janelle left. Adam, <laughs> Janelle got all the hugs. Um, Adam, Adam got, stormed off like a dick. Adam dick. got forty cents and <laughs> peace. Jesse and Claire have stayed and they're having a great week and oh, Claire's shit. She's bending over dad backwards. came and Isn't held she? all their hands and, and was all very – and then she got him a guitar and she tried to play guitar and he tried to be nice about it and it's all very odd. And he went on the Today program and had a go oh, at David Campbell that. and that was hilarious and that's enough about Claire and Jesse. Boring. Next. But good on them. You know, whatever. Yep. The biggest story of this week's maths recap is the – one and only Den Sandy. Look, I'm not, I'm just going to put it out there. I saw this coming from a mile away. If something's too good to be true, it generally is. I, he gave me creepy man vibes. He gave me, look at me, I'm perfect. You're not perfect. I could smell it through the screen. Um, just to give you a rough recap, there's been a bit of tension over Dan wanting to spend a fair bit of time alone and obviously mm. Sandy's like, well, I'm here to spend time with my partner and you're always at the gym being a hell man, you know, shredding for summer for your Bondi and babes. She, she didn't say you can't be at the gym. She no. was right. But, yeah, he's he's doing stuff and it's only come out this week. There's photos of him from last year where he's in Bondi in yeah. the middle of the day. So Apparently yeah, he has three secret girl- girlfriends I read somewhere mm. on the internet today. So he's put this beautiful traditional woman who's never yeah. had a boyfriend. She's lost, like her family have pretty much said, if you do this, I'm going to disown you. And he has taken advantage of her, not just emotionally, also mm. physically, because he had sex with her and the next day did not want to speak with her. He took away his affection again. And it now he's embarrassed her in their her. own apartment. Yeah, he yeah. he hasn't just done one thing of, you know, neglecting their relationship. He's shamed her. He should have, mm. from the beginning, if she opened up about her family and how she's never had a partner, he could have said straight up from the beginning, if you're a good person, you'd go, I don't I don't want to do this to this woman because I'm not attracted to her. Yeah. I like Bondi babes. Yeah. I've got three of them yeah. on the outside bounds. You are cooked, absolutely well and truly mental to do that to somebody. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah, absolutely, and to humiliate her like that by sleeping with her. But you know when he said, I like to go to the beach and I like to be in the water because that's when I'm in beast mode. Beast mode. That was what I was trying to think. Oh, my God. This is like he goes, he goes if mode. I spent so much, the amount of time that you spent on the couch that I did at the gym, I'd be shredded. I'm there on, like being in beast mode. Beast mode. How old are you? Yeah, how old are you? He he's such a, a ugh, man. One of those men who only likes to date young, hot, fake-breasted women. You know, it's obvious, but um, 
It turns out on a boys' night out, um, one of the grooms Rupert. accidentally butt-dialed his wife, Evelyn, and yes. she was listening to, clearly listening. She heard the, whole, heard the whole damn thing. And it was just the two grooms really talking so badly, but mostly Dan. Um, you know, we don't. We didn't really have to touch on the Hugo stuff because nah. Hugo did talk about his wife badly, but I kind of back that. It's like he was he was venting yeah, and he thought space. he was in a safe space mm. and he did call his wife a <laughs> um, but she's acted that way towards him. So I'd say that that's what he was saying. Yeah, it was a big saying, build up, alcohols involved. No mm. excuses. You should probably never no. call a, a woman a but I can't pick him, pick on him for that because I'll drop a C bomb all the time if I'm around my friends. Being like, God, that person was a real to me the other day. Yeah, um, yeah. And also, and she's embarrassed him on camera saying these so horrible many things, times. and he's doing it in the safety of his friendship group, not around cameras. Yeah, with the so men. there's a little bit of like we can skim over that. Dan, Dan has just unraveled and it's just been that the gaslighting and the lack of self-awareness and the way he looks when people come for him to tell him the, mm-hmm. the truth is so frightening. Yeah. Those he twitchy eye. squint eyes that he does eye. where he looks like he's going to like come at you. Even the experts commented on it. Um, but what has really pissed me off about Dan it's all really awful that he has, um, you know, showed pictures of his ex-girlfriend that he Gross. slept with slept with Sandy and then ghosted her in their own apartment and that he's just gaslit her to her face, stopped her from explaining herself, um, done all of the things that you can't do. But this is what really pissed me off the most. He has had it in his contract clearly that he needs to see his child, which is a really important thing to do. Yeah. If you have a child and you live in Sydney and that's where they're filming and you can make it work. So he's done that and she's been really happy for him to go and have a couple of days with this kid. And you know what he's done? He's put the kid to sleep and then got a friend to watch the kid while he goes out with the boys that he's spent every day with already. Yuck. And his excuse to that was she was asleep. So sit next to her and watch her sleep because you haven't seen her in three weeks or however long it is. You know what I'm really over? Shit dads mm-hmm. trying to defend their shit dadness. Yeah. You're a shit dad and do not say to someone across the table, don't try to tell me how to parent. Mm, don't tell me how to do that. Well, they, someone should be telling you, Dan, how to parent because you're a shit dad. And I'd say there is an ex-wife out there of yours who, if she got the chance, would come out and say, he is a shit dad yeah. and he's gaslit me throughout our entire relationship and I, it is all I can do to to keep our relationship going in a friendly way because of our child. But you know what? He does this to me. He will take the child that I'm happy to spend my entire weekend with, but because he has to have custody of her... He, I have to drop her over to him and then you know what he does? Gets a mate to come over and watch her because he wants to go out drinking. How many shit dads are out there like that? So oh, many. That'd be a lot. I mean, like, we don't know if this is true. This is what we're just assuming, allegedly. by the way. This is allegedly. allegedly. This is a made-up story. Without prejudice. In our minds, but more more likely than not, this is probs what's happening, let's face it, because who gets time off to go see their kid and then goes out on the piss? Like, grow up. Well, yeah, and allegedly, all of the stuff I just said that is allegedly, except the bit where he said, 
Uh, what time did you get that call, Evelyn? And she said, oh, pfft, uh, between eight and nine. Oh, well, with eight and nine, I was walking with Duncan on uh, in front of the opera bar. I was I was walking. So he's he know he's admitted that he was supposed to be at home with his child, but she was asleep because it was between those times when a child is sleeping. <sighs> and the end. I just hope, in conclusion, that Sandy doesn't stick around because I just think she doesn't know her worth. It's her first relationship. She's got so much to lose and she feels yeah. like she's shamed her family, which broke my heart when she broke down about yeah. that. And I just hope that he does her a favour and f***s right off and she does herself yeah. a solid and also f***s right off because he ain't it. <laughs> Amen. And the next little thing we want to touch on is the <laughs> fact that it's World Pride still and I'm still here and I'm still queer and it's been one hell of a journey. I'll tell you that much for free. You're doing, you're doing very well for a Wednesday when you started on Friday. I am doing so well. I cannot um, believe how well I, I feel. I think you need to... I think you need to maybe have a lot more of this world in you because, like, almost thriving. I'm if thriving. I could say that, like, you're and I'm not very. Needing... No, you're not. I can no. do it all. And you know what? I've even been schmomiting, so shitting and vomiting at the same time. I bounce back from that like a queen. I don't have to get white girl wasted to go to events because I'm absolutely buzzing off the energy yeah. whereas if I go around events where I'm around people and there's a lot of like negative masculine energy or I feel like I I don't have to be myself that's when I I throw back the champers and then I'm like oh bugger I have to go now because I just smashed four in an hour this mm. I haven't like Mardi Gras parade I went out um maybe had four drinks the entire night and I didn't get home till four and I just danced mm. I just mm. danced and I just get high on my own supply well, that's that's a really great way. So that's, that's how really I can keep going. Way. I feel I'm tired. God damn, I'm tired. Let's not pretend. But I'm not a bag of nerves. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. Because um, um, you're always shitting. Oh, and, but I had to you know, hectic you know gastro. Get, yeah, like, it was next levy. I had to go to but the doctor. You're doctors. like the expert at shitting. Like and you know how yeah. to do it. You know what to do. Yeah, baby. You know how. You know how much. Bags of toilet paper you need. Oh, you know I went through how to get three through in it. one night. It was wild. It was pandemonium even. Um, I have seen mixed reviews about Mardi Gras, World Pride being, well, obviously mm -hmm. we have Mardi Gras in Sydney every year. World Pride, I should say, mm. being here in Sydney. I personally feel like it's been fine. I haven't received or seen any hate, but across the media outlets I have seen uh, there's been quite a lot of homophobia. Uh, Miss World uh, Maria, she, her brother copped a lot of hate. Uh, I think he got spat on. Um, my co-host Jamo, who's actually staring right at me with open mouth, said that he had the F word, uh, the, I can't say the word, but it's a homophobic slur at him and it makes a lot of uh, queer people feel you know, quite frightened, which mm. is wildly disappointing. I personally haven't seen this, but it has been there. Um, and I think everything's been running quite smoothly. I think the police have been great from my experience, but I've also seen that they've been rubbish. Um, but all in all, I mean, I've had a fab time. I don't know what the, the people out there are saying about it. I would love to know. 
I think it looked like a, a, a massive success. I haven't heard anything negative about it at all. The only negative I heard was um, the media reporting on Lydia Thorpe's yes. protest during it and they didn't – every time I looked up why – looking up for the reason why she was doing the protest, what the protest was, I couldn't find it. It was just media article after article just slamming her and saying how disgusting she was. and Making it about um, her, not caring mm. about queers. But when you do the research, you understand. Look, yes. I'm on both sides. I, I love, obviously, what she stands for, what she does, the point behind it, which I'll let you explain. But I really don't think... It wasn't probably the time to throw yourself in front of a moving vehicle and making it all about yourself. So I do understand that she's doing an amazing thing, but I also am like, well, you're you're not queer, so why are you taking away from this mm. event? What's in, is inclusivity and it's celebration? It's I'm fifty yep. fifty on it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm more um, understand. I think the more I've read about it and kind of put it towards other protests and understanding of what protests is. And I can only speak as a feminist Yeah. Um, that, you know, I, when I did massive research on the early suffragettes and what they had to do to get hurt, um, that they were extremely violent and um, they were put in jail and they were tortured and there was all these awful things done to them. Lydia was um, protesting police violence. Yes. And... I I do get why you have to make a statement that isn't un that isn't comfortable for a lot of people and to do it in a place where you're going to get a lot of coverage. Um, the girl that just did that climate protest on and closed down one lane mm. of the harbour tunnel. Yeah. She's in jail still. Thirteen months she got for that and um, you know, there are rapists walking around who get suspended sentences or don't even get a conviction. Um, it, there seems to be just such a, a rule in this, I guess, patriarchal capitalist world that we live in that we get, I think we get told to be very angry at someone like Lydia Thorpe who is trying to stop um, black violence yeah. and, trans, and violence against trans kids in and police and, sorry, prison violence. Um, I think personally this was a really great place to do it because the very first Mardi Gras was a protest. Yeah. And they all from, got yes. arrested. And I kind of think – but there was a tweet she said that uh, – where she claimed that the very first Mardi Gras march was done by black and brown trans yeah, I saw that. women and mm. that's actually untrue. Mm. Um, the There's 78ers a... that were, are on Twitter, um, they there was a few of them who said I was there, I was one of them and no, that that's incorrect. You may be talking about the Stonewall riot, you may be talking about something else but that's factually incorrect. So um, I hope that Lydia Thorpe continues to divide and unite us in a way Um because I think she's a staunch, beautiful, incredible um, woman, Indigenous woman who has got such an amazing ability to to speak that um, I hope she can, you know, take on the good and the bad. But she is who she is and yeah. I, I think I mostly back her. 
Yeah, I mean, I totally get it, but, you know, there's lots of tweets and whatnot about it and they say, you know, Pride is supposed to be about unity, but she was the only one there making it about something else. And I do understand both sides of the story. Again, it's one of those things, it's done now, she did it, she got what she wanted out of it, which is bulk media coverage. we're talking about it, aren't we? We're talking about it, it's done, what's done cannot be undone. Let's just say... Go off, sis, you do you. She's very lucky she didn't hurt anybody, she didn't hurt herself, and she did get escorted out. Apparently she threw herself in front of the wrong um, float too. It wasn't even a police vehicle, it was something else. So she kind of ruined that. got that wrong. That's what happens, isn't it? You know, protests can can be really bad. Throw yourself in front of a police van, not poor old mate's float that they've spent the whole year planning. But anyway, it is what it is. Overall, (laughs) I've been fully loving Pride. I've still got a bunch of events coming up, so watch this space. I may change my mind on how the police have handled things and the organisation. I saw Imogen Anthony did this huge quote about, you know, Sydney couldn't organise a route in a brothel. It's just useless and hopeless and there's so much (gasps) dross Imogen Anthony said that? Yeah, she's a massive uh, queer, you know, Mardi Gras advocate, but she wrote this massive, um, like, caption about people not letting people in, clubs cashing in on Mardi Gras while not letting in men in underwear because, like, their main, you know, clientele is women in underwear only. Like, it was just this whole thing. And I was like, wow, there's a lot that I didn't see. But overall, I've been loving myself sick. So watch this space, y'all. Evie's Deuces Facts. Woo! Are they useful or are they useful? We will let you know they're useful. Mm, that was That's a goodie. the theme song. I Thank like you. Um, so bath time. Thanks for coming. Um, I'd like to, to just take this moment to tell Angie, take a bath sometimes. You stink. No, just joking. But seriously, do it. Just but seriously. You're a duffer. So baths consisted of a big bathtub filled with hot water. The man of the house, of course, had the privilege of the nice clean water. Um, You know they only ever bathed once a year, right? Not once a year. I thought it was once a week. Um, Once a year, my love. Once a year. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, that, that will tie into something else I'm about to tell you. So anyway, they got the hot clean water, the nice clean water, and then the other sons. And any men in the house got went then, then the women, and finally the children, the baby. So last of all, who? The baby. Say it again. Yeah. The baby. By then the water was so dirty you could actually lose the baby in it. Hence the saying, "Don't throw the baby yeah, out yeah, with the bathwater." Bath yeah. Now another little funny one because they would take their yearly bath in May. <laughs> What? Just at the beginning of summertime, most people got married in June because they took their yearly bath in May. So they'll be fresh. And they still smell pretty good by June. However, since they were starting to smell, brides would carry a bouquet of flowers to hide the body odour. Hence the custom still today of carrying a bouquet of flowers when you walk down the aisle. Yes! Yes! (laughs) I knew the baby with the bathwater thing. I feel like I know the stinky thing, but I did not know the bouquet. That is some sweet shit. Oh, well done. <laughs> you did it you again, Jones. You did it again. 
Thanks, mate. You I'll just, just give you some more wedding stuff another time, but there's just two little ones for you oh, for today. That Useless was... or useful? I'll let you make that decision. I'm smitten by that one. Thank you very much mm. for coming. That was beautiful. Well, that's it from us. I feel like we made your ears bleed. We just spoke so much. Uh, the no, good, the bad. No, the we just made your ears be beautiful. We made them cheerful. Um, we'll be back with more maths recaps, more potential pride updates, more useless facts next week. We love you all very much. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we would just like to say... Have, Have the, the day, day that you, you deserve. deserve. Why'd you put that in front of it? You, I mean, the middle of it. You don't normally put that in Have there. You've just the gone rogue. Who are you, Taylor? Deserve. There we go. Have the day you, you deserve. Bye, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe. Five stars. Bye.